On this Halloween edition on Tragic Rainbows, we'll be talking about ghosts, personal experiences, favorite Halloween movies, and some urban legends. And of course, we have more than that. So stick around, and we'll see you on Halloween. Hi everyone! Today, we have Harley and Wally. Wally. Joining me today uh, on the second part of Hantus, which is like Malay ghosts. It's Malay. tonight. It's just, we, it's, we're, we're doing this at night because it's, you know... Like, to catch the feels. Yeah, to catch the feels. Yeah. So, what are we talking about? Okay, um, we're carrying on from the first part where we talked about common ghosts that Malay people know. Um, right now, we're going to talk about Saka, which is... It's not S-U-C-K-E-R. Yes, not that sucker, but it's S-A-K-A, sucker, which is the short form of pusaka, which uh, also means heirloom. It's being passed down. Um, we'll talk about um, traditional um, medication, sort of, and also the prerequisites of certain things and, you know, like the, the laws that, uh, you know, if you want to see a ghost, what you have to do, or if you see a ghost, what do you do, that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, Wally, uh, I mean, Harley, do you want to start us off talking about Saka? Um, so, my understanding of Saka is it could be an object or it could be an, um, an otherworldly being that is indebted to the family or works for the family and it's passed down from one family member to the next. Generation to generation. Generation to generation. Usually, like, from the firstborn to the next firstborn sort of that and they but, but it always has to come with an agreement yes yes you need they need to knowingly accept this sucker uh, knowingly or unknowingly knowingly sometimes they are being they need to be yeah so basically they need to accept it whatever means necessary they need to accept it and uh, because they benefit the family so it could be for monetary gain it could be for status um uh community sometimes status. it's just to protect the family sometimes it's just to protect the family and keep them away from harm you might think that that's a good thing, but sometimes this thing requires repayment of some sort. So any payment in kind, and it could be something as simple as like uh, blood for blood, uh, an eye for an eye. <laughs> yeah, so it has to be of equal measure. So like the same concept about equal weightage. So for every um, beneficial thing that they're doing for you, you need to give an equal part in return. So it comes with its price, as with everything does. Uh, so that, Especially in this realm. Yeah. So that's my understanding with Saka. The, the scary thing about Saka is that... Um, oh, now the thought has left my head. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to say. So just to add on. So um, like what Harley said when it's being passed from generation to generation, knowingly or unknowingly. Um, from what I've heard is that it's usually done when the person, let's say an, an old man or an old woman, when they're on their deathbed. And then... Uh, that was my thought. Aha, uh-huh, see, uh, great minds think alike. Okay, so yeah, so usually they will, you know, call for like the, the, the firstborn, let's say, you know, like, oh, come. Sometimes it's not even the firstborn. Sometimes it's just somebody who is close to yes. the dying person. So so that's the thing. When when you when you see someone like dying, you know, you just have to be extra careful because... Especially if they, it sounds like a binding contract. Correct, because sometimes you you might not even understand like what they're trying to say. Yes, it'll just be like gibberish, and then, and then you trying to just comfort the person, and you will say yes, yes, like, yes, 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 and then not knowing that you're actually saying yes to something, and accepting the sucker, and then before you know it, the person like 
dies, and then you jang, jang, jang. and then you know, and then you start to have all these like weird things, like weird experiences happening, happening, yeah. happening to you. So that's when you know that you have a sucker. Yeah. And usually, um, like what Wally said, uh, on the deathbed, usually people with sucker, um, they find it really hard to pass on, um, especially if they haven't passed the sucker on to a new heir. So, yeah, it's always scary. Like, why would you want a sucker? Sometimes because of cases like this where the the person is struggling to die, family members will willingly take it away so that it can help them pass away. So again, knowing or unknowing whatever method requires, it needs to be passed down. So that's a really scary bit. Unless you know someone who's like really uh, quote-unquote powerful who will be able to help you get rid of the sucker in a way of like, you know, in some sort of agreement where there's no blood required or any sacrifices required, you know, someone might be able to help you get rid... Like to, to cut off that the, tradition. The ties. Yeah, cut off the ties, end it there and then. Yes. Um, so, speaking of sucker and speaking of um, people who will be able to help you with it, these are considered as um, traditional methods of... Yeah, spiritual healers, um, also known as mediums. They're not small or large. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. Sometimes you know you'll you'll fall sick. Um, people fall sick and then they think that something's wrong with them, but they go all sorts of um, like appointments. They go for an X-ray. They yeah. go see the doctor. The, the most common thing I always hear is that you go to the doctor and the doctor tell you that there's nothing wrong with you. You're fine. But then when you go home, you're like, oh, you can't. Sleep. And you think that you're a hypochondriac, but actually. You, um, you're being you're, you're being suckered <laughs> not just suckered but sometimes it's just um, you, sometimes it's not even passed down it's something that you picked up along the way you know or s- someone sent the thing to you so you always like you have to be careful in like even wherever you go you know don't always be respectful always be respectful don't say don't say very bad things or uh, what like I would say like if you see something that's yeah. weird, don't don't point it out. If you smell something, that is that is yeah, that is a very Malay thing to do. It's a, it's like when you when you see something strange, you know, in the neighborhood, like you don't call anybody, you just shut the f up. <laughs> yeah, and then you also should be mindful of the things that you find. Sometimes it's little objects like don't like pick anything up. Respectfully, if it you are, if you have that sense or inkling that it may belong to someone, just because it's of value doesn't mean that you should just pick it up and take it and claim it. Then this is how things get transferred from one family to an unsuspecting person. Yeah, I mean, even if it's not um, an item that belonged to someone, it could just be a random flower that you saw on the floor, or a tree that has uh, loosened its fruits. Uh, just don't go picking up random stuff, guys. And then um, the next thing we're going to talk about is the prerequisites. Like, um, especially for, okay, um, not sucker, but um, what's it called? The, the needle? Oh, yeah, suso. So, suso is um, a form of, um, uh, I would say, like therapy, treatment. It's like a 
a handicap. Like a like an old school way of doing facial, where it's not just facial though. It depends on what you want to strengthen. To, it's similar to acupuncture, so there's a lot of use of needles. And sometimes people use um diamonds also. Mm. So basically, it's embedded in you. Yes, literally. If you go to uh, have an X-ray done, you can see it in your body. Yeah. So um yeah, that's right. You know the the the, the X-ray. <laughs> So actually, you can see the uh, the needles all around, and like uh, these. Okay, this so right. From what I know, is it's supposed to help uh, that person um look more attractive. That is uh, a beauty suso. Uh, a beauty suso. Okay, so there's other forms of suso which yes, I'm not very familiar with. So, but the one I know is the the beauty one. So uh, some okay uh beauty then there's sub genres of beauty that can be beauty in speech where people would put these needles near their mouth so that whatever they say sounds sweet. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they'll be very, what do you call it? Persuasive. So, so it has a bit more of a specific agenda. So, for example, like if you want to see something more clearly, it's closer to your eyes. If it's for beauty, then it'll be all over your face. It has to do, if, it want, if it's intended to enhance certain areas of your body, then it's within those respected areas. Yes, exactly. Um, my uh, late grandfather, he actually had one that was embedded uh, in the middle of his back. So it was supposed to make him tough because he was a fisherman. So he wanted to be strong to be able to withstand the sea every single day that he had it in him. But um, after he started having kids, then he realized that, you know, like if he was going to get strength, then God is going to give it to him. So he literally took a knife to his back to dig it out. Oh my God. So there, there are ways to, to dig it out. Yes, so these um, needles or these items, sometimes diamonds, uh, come with um, a spirit in it. So these spirits are the thing that help you with these enhancements. Yeah, so um, some mediums will be able to remove the spirits, the spirits, but not the physical item itself. So it will remain in your body, basically, but it will just be empty. Ah, okay. Uh. <laughs> I, I'm just speechless, like, knowing about all, all these, like, things that people do in the past because of, I think, I, I guess the, the what drives them to do all this was because they really, really, they wanted these extra strength to... And also, I would think that back then, they had it hard. So, yeah. they wanted, like, uh, an easy way out. Like, I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't just get, like, makeup to fix your face. Pretty much. <laughs> So with all these enhancements, it comes with prerequisites. So we're moving on to the next part of this. Um, because they're very specific enhancements, there are very specific rules or guides that you have to follow to ensure that these are well-maintained. Because if you don't follow these rules, the spirits can become angry, can become dissatisfied and no longer assist you in those enhancements. Yes, they will just leave you. One of the prerequisites is that you cannot walk under bamboo poles. Not laundry? Yeah, laundry and bamboo poles basically. Poles um, need to have laundry. Uh, <laughs> doesn't need, I think. As long as like jalan, jangan jalan bawa galau. Basically means don't walk under the bamboo poles. Ah, okay, okay. Um, another thing is um they cannot eat um satay off of the stick. So if you see somebody eating satay and they are taking meat off of the stick, then you'll be like, God, the sucker, bro. They sucker, bro. God, the susu, bro. I'm sorry. Would I do that? Because because I had braces done, and I just don't... Previously? Want... Yeah, but... But then now, do you still do it? Yes. God, the susu, bro. <laughs> Is your braces the susu? No, definitely. <laughs> was, it, was, it, was it 
Was it made of diamonds? I made five thousand dollars with for them. Okay, so no, but I I think yeah, these um that one I've heard before. I've also heard the one where um there's this type of leaves that's hung like at the at the entrance of your house. Um, I only see those on like Indian people houses. I think mostly these days we would see they're called like down kelo. I don't know what's the English name for it, but um, <laughs> yeah, kelo leaves. Kelo leaves maybe. So if you happen to have that like hung like in front of your at, at your door, you know. Yeah, and these people won't enter your house. Yeah, these people will probably give an excuse like, ah, I think I'm late for something. Then you can you can do like what uh, <laughs> yeah. Yami does, which is like, oh, this is so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but just don't go around asking people, Kau susu apa? It basically means, do you have susu? <laughs> because they could generally have like a, you know, a health issue that we don't know about. So you don't want to get into trouble. Mm-hmm. And then um, besides, any other prerequisites that you know of? Yeah, I mean, that's like the main, the, the main ones that we know. Uh, we did not do our research. <laughs> I've only seen this. Okay, so there are some TV shows that have like touched on different topics like this. Uh, one of it, I can't remember the name of the film, but it was basically she had to eat a human heart like every every set amount of time to maintain that that sort of the ability that she has enhanced. Uh, or maybe like they, they can't eat certain foods as well, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. There are restrictions as to, and it depends on the kind of spirit that you've obtained. Like I don't know, maybe the spirit is allergic to certain <laughs> types of animal. Cannot take these things. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then um, other things are I would say like how, I always hear this from my grandmother. Um, oh, we're not talking about susu anymore, but like if you see if you see a ghost, like you're supposed to get naked so that it's embarrassed to look at you. I'm just like, I'm embarrassed to look at me <laughs> if I'm naked. So, yeah. Another thing is that she would uh, she say if you want to look at like a ghost, you want to see whether the person is a ghost or not. I think this is not just Malay thing. Yeah. Then you just look between your legs. Not look between somebody else's legs, but your <laughs> own legs. Bend down and look between your legs at that person or thing that you think is a ghost. That's just, that's just to verify that person. Because like, um, for most parts... Ghosts can take shape or form of anything that may be familiar to you as a way to human. get close to you. Yeah, so for you to just um, be sure that it's a ghost or if it's a human, you can look between your own legs. If they are touching the ground, and we mean ground, ground, not like concrete or anything, but ground, ground, solid ground, then you know that they're human. If not, their legs will be hovering a little bit above. Then you'll be like, ah. <laughs> and be like, bah, bitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think the B word is okay. Okay, B word. Um, any other, <laughs> any other things that you've heard with regards to ghosts? Yeah. I think there are a, a number of silly things. Like uh, I think similar to Western culture, like you shouldn't be uh, brushing your hair late at night or calling mm. for uh, ghosts. I think that whistling. But the whistling one I heard is because it will attract snakes. Oh, I just heard that it would attract the Pontianak. Um, okay, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard the, the whistling one, or just... Don't sing Chindai. <laughs> okay, then there were also songs that you are not supposed to sing because apparently the song is about... Uh, about Inviting them. Inviting them, which I'm not inviting so sure. Them. So, one yeah. song is called Chindai by Siti Nohaliza. Is it? Yes. 
Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a popular song. Like when you, I mean, if you because it it's a uh, it's pretty traditional, so it has like a lot of like meanings. Uh, you have to read between the lines. But um, uh, there are stories where people say you know that song is like haunted. So if you play it at night or if you sing it at night, then you are inviting like unwanted guests to your place. So um, stay tuned to episode eight where we actually talk about personal experiences with the uh, supernatural things, yeah, the unknown, the other realm. Ooh, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned. I will do it. Ooh, stay tuned. <laughs> See you guys next time. Ooh.